from a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine, and everything in between, this is Legends Look Back. Welcome everybody to a very special, very important episode. I know it looks like I'm dressed for a funeral, but we are here for the 100th episode of Legends Look Back, and I never... I legitimately never thought I would say those words for a number of reasons. And yet here we are. It is time for a very super special episode that we've been planning for months, years? Yeah, we'll say years we've been planning this finally. In all of his his green glory, we are celebrating the greatest Star Wars Expanded Universe character of all time, Corin Horn. Guys, are we ready for a full-on corn horn character spectacular? Mm, can't wait. I've been looking forward to this day for a long, long time. It looks like you're ready to marry him, I mean, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise wedding. Uh, we're going to have Emily marrying corn horn live on air. No, we're not. However, you did surprise us one time with an actual baby, so there was that. I did. <laughs> we are uh, talking about Corrin uh, joining the Rogue Squadron. Um, Corin from there obviously you know finds out spoiler alert for the X-Wing series you've been warned five four three two becomes a Jedi what? after it's because he rubs his medallion Rick oh. the, the medallion he does rub it he rubs lot. it a, lo- he, a lot with his daddy issues with his daddy's medallion <laughs> turns out surprise your grandpappy was uh, a Jedi yeah. and the Halcyon so that's become mm. relevant all over again he likes green wears the green Jedi robes becomes the that wouldn't he looks like uh, a guy that needs money at a gas station. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, but um, obviously a very storied character in the Star Wars expanded universe. What's your favorite Corrin Horn moment, guys? I don't really like any of them, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. That's, you can't have that attitude oh on our Corrin Horn gosh, character. I'm just kidding. Corrin Horn? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty funny when he got like I don't know space herpes from that that you know <laughs> that tiger cre- creature. It's called hapes. Oh yes, uh huh. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, the Salonian, the otter. The Salonian. He did have relations with that woman, uh, the Salonian. Oh. Um, yes, he did, and uh, he broke and out in chives. <laughs> the chives. That's right. He did uh-huh. absolutely. The chives. Is that, is that the this of... picture, I can't really tell. I think. I think so. Oh, I think yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Is that what the purple flakes are? Maybe. It's the um, chives. <laughs> I personally like that in I, Jedi, and I'm serious, that Mike Stackpole retcons the Jedi Academy trilogy to have, yeah, there he is. That's a far cry from that last image we looked at with the gas station corn horn, <laughs> um, where he, he retcons the Jedi Academy trilogy to have corn horn save Luke's temple from Exar Kun's ghost because Stackpole didn't like the way that story went down and just rewrote it and made Corrin Horn the the the, the protagonist. And the idea that Corrin Horn upstages an entire trilogy in order to be the hero is the most Corrin Horn thing that ever happened, isn't it? Yes. Mm. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's all about me. Yeah. It truly is. I mean, I think that's the way he lives his life. And uh, mm. I think that is, you know, the way he is portrayed pretty much throughout. And it's kind of a giant love letter to all, 
you know, fantasy men everywhere, right? Like that's he's the ideal man, right? Like he gets all the women. He, you know, he uh, he's a hot shot. You know, he's space Batman. Space green Batman. Ropes. You're right. Yep. Um, why am I on this show? We- <laughs> <laughs> We're finally celebrating Corey's favorite character in all of Star Wars. His uh, that other great moment when his wife gets kidnapped, and instead of saving her, yeah, he goes on a quest. He joins the Jedi. Academy. He does. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I think I need to be trained in the Jedi arts so I can save my wife, even though that takes like literally years. It'll be fine. She'll be I fine. Think he, he did like an accelerated course, something like, like that. Three months. <laughs> he That's all the training you need. <laughs> How long do you think Luke actually spent on Dagobah? Like two weeks? Uh, yeah, not even. Yeah, you, you can just skip it. <clears throat> Seventy-two just hours. Enjoy, we just enjoying the. I've been journey. watching that with my kids lately, and it is extremely heartwarming. We got to the big Vader reveal. Spoiler alert uh, for Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> wow. Vader says to Luke, "No, I am your father." Right, and my four-year-old looked at me and said. He's his father for real life. <laughs> for real life. <laughs> yes. It's like I want to remember this moment for the that rest of my beautiful. life. And it has now made its way onto our 100th episode of Legends Look Back. Guys, I do have a bit of an announcement to make. First of all, if you're joining us here live in the <clears> chat, <throat> thank you. Really appreciate all the love. Tremendous love here in the chat. It has been a long and arduous and legendary journey to get here. Happy to have Corey Helton making his very first appearance on Legends Look Back. We think. We were we trying think to so. remember for sure. We're, we're like 99% sure. So we're declaring it. Sweeping declaration. His first ever appearance live on Legends Look Back. It is not, however, going to be a Corrin Horn character spectacular. I think we said enough about Corrin Thank Horn God. Tonight. I don't know right. if I could have gone on with that bit much longer, Jared, <laughs> being honest. I truly, really good truly, unironically the dislike the character of Corrin Horn. I think it's like a big running joke that like he's like secretly my favorite character. No, he really isn't. I do truly <laughs> actually <laughs> dislike the character. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. As long as, long as we're I, all on the same page. All on the same page. I truly... I truly, genuinely like the character. I, it's it's hilarious. Because... There's I don't know that there is another there another major protagonist as divisive as Corn <clears throat> Horn. Like if people either loved I Jedi or they utterly despised it, and unfortunately, it became part of my brand in this positivity based <laughs> yeah. Star Wars company that I built. That's right. That I hate the character Corn <laughs> Horn. So to, to cover oh to dear cover for Corey, a lot of us do like Corn Horn. All right. He shares the same initials with Corey Helton, so there's a redeeming. Quality. Don't remind me, please. <laughs> Just but Corey also, instead of saving <clears throat> the love of his life, went to medical school. I did. So there's that. I did. Um. We- <laughs> anyway, he, he's got a redemptive journey, a redemptive arc. He, by the time he gets to the New Jedi Order, you skip those, so you don't even That's know. That's right. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the, right, you don't have to get very deep in. It's like the second and third book, Corin. He saves, spoiler alert, for this is our third spoiler alert, and we're 10 minutes in. He saves an entire planet by challenging a Yuzhan Vong to an honor duel. Doesn't surprise me at all. Does he do it while naked? (laughs) He probably does, right? (laughs) And on that note, Rick, without further ado, let's throw Cornhorn out the airlock and let's start the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 100th episode of Legends Look Back. We are proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network, a Star Wars books podcast for people whose books are held together with Elmer's glue and wishful thinking, <laughs> where we celebrate our rich EU history as well as dive into lesser-known Star Wars classics. 
I wrote that two weeks ago and was like, what am I about to say here? And I'm glad I got the, <laughs> glad I got the laugh, Emily. I'm your host, Jared Mace, and I'm joined for the 100th-ish time by <laughs> the sharpest dressed man in the galaxy, Freddie C. Hello, everyone. It's me, Freddie C. I think that's going to be... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the, the the intro to my game show, right? The '90s game oh show that God. I'm hosting. <laughs> it's me, Freddie C. Hi, guys. This is the hundredth episode of Legends Look Back. This is a huge day for all of us. Uh, you know, Corey, Corey, don't know how he gave us permission to do this, but he did, and because of him, uh, here we are talking about the stuff we love the most. Hmm. Yeah, I am so excited. You know, Freddie, I was saying to a friend the other day, you're trying to explain. To, you ever try to do this? You ever try to explain Utini yeah. to people who don't know about Utini? Or people who don't know about Star Wars? We talk about or don't Star know Wars about events. YouTube? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm like, I've got a weekly live podcast, but it's not just for your ears. It's also for your eyes. It's on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> every week, every single week. Yeah, I have done this for 100 shows. We talk about... Star Wars. Oh, great. I love Star Wars. No, not that Star Wars. We talk about the irrelevant and outdated Star Wars <laughs> <laughs> that you don't know anything about. Oh, and man. we do it every single week. Every single week. That's right. And um, I was telling a friend the other day, you know what? Star Wars, sure. I love it. Absolutely. But genuinely, the friendships we've made along the way, so much more important than Absolutely. any of the Star Wars. Without a doubt. And uh, it is it has been an honor. I unironically call Freddie my Star Wars wife, <laughs> and I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. You know who else I love from the bottom of my heart, but not in a weird way? Even though she's wearing a wedding dress, Emily Daybeck. I wasn't sure who you were going with for that one, so. That an I couldn't remember either. That's fine. Um, thank you. Not thank in a you. weird way. I am wearing a vintage wedding dress that I acquired for free, and I was inspired mm. to create, recreate the courtship of Princess Leia. For tonight's oh my gosh! Wow! You really did it. See the resemblance. Wow! So it is spectacular. I mean, I cannot Possibly. compete with Freddie. I feel really salty that you made me go after him, but that's okay. That's okay. I know he's stealing the spotlight, Freddie. Look <laughs> yeah. what you did. You're not supposed, you're not supposed to steal the. No. You're not supposed to steal the spotlight from a lady on her wedding day, Freddie. That's like rule number one. Come on. <laughs> that really is an. An uncanny Yeah, that, the head thing is phenomenal. The cut of the dress, uh, all of it. Yeah. Now we just need our producer, Rick Grace, to try to impersonate Fabio, a.k.a. Prince Iceholder, from the same cover. Instead, he looks more like uh, maybe a car dealer. Yeah. How are you doing, Rick? Yeah. I'm glad to yeah. have Thank you. Thank you. I'm here. I'm here. Place your bets. Ante up. Uh, I'm the, the, the teetotaling bartender with my crazy water and Coke. So, uh, <laughs> ready to go, ready to go. Yeah, just shake them around a little bit. Yeah. You can really, uh... But not, not really stirred, s- am I right? Really sell it. <laughs> wow. Looking sharp, Thank Rick. You. I don't think I've ever seen you wearing anything other than cargo shorts. No, I'm still wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah. Don't... You want to see? Do not confuse. <laughs> no, Rick! Oh his professionalism. With his you look nice, style. Rick. Usually you look like crap. Thanks for finally putting <laughs> some effort into this, buddy. Hey, uh, business up. Oh, okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm not this, is, this is fantastic. And, of course, joining for the very first time in the history of Legends Look Back. It only took 100 episodes. The CEO of Utini.com, 
Dr. Corey Hilton. Hello, hello everyone. What an honor to finally be on this show. Seriously, a uh, hundred episodes, guys. This is a really big deal. I mean, I'm not sure if folks realize it, but something like one percent of podcasts make it to episode thirty, and I guarantee you, it's got to be like point zero zero one percent make it to a hundred. So, like, this is a this is a really big deal. A hundred is triple digits, guys. So, seriously, I mean, the the fact that you guys all get together independently of the whole Utini team and do this every single week is astounding. Like, as you say about the old and outdated Star Wars, right? It's just, you're right. The friendships that we've made along the way is what makes this thing so worth it. And uh, it's such an honor to be here celebrating with you guys. Thank you so much for asking, for for sure. (laughs) All right, pull yourself together. All right, pull yourself together. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, happy to have you. Honestly, we have wanted to get you on for, I don't know, 20 episodes or so. We've been like been batting it around and I was like, hold up. We're approaching 100. It's going to be epic. It's going to be amazing. And then at the last minute, I balked on the idea about the corn horn thing because I didn't honestly think that we could do it. But made for a, a good bit. Some say too long of a bit. <laughs> you Some can, others you don't can say that. Say that. <laughs> Decrease <laughs> in viewership. Yeah, the, the people say that. They are, they're the numbers speak clicks. for themselves, Jared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what numbers? Who's the numbers? The uh, points are made up and the rules don't matter. Odds. Oh, I will say, whenever right. whenever Freddie's visual like appearance blessed us, uh, the numbers just skyrocketed. <laughs> so uh, we definitely went viral for like half a second. So As they should. Freddie, that is... The most it's remarkable thing I've ever seen Thank in my you. entire <laughs> life. Appreciate it. Uh, I've seen a Jackson cosplayer, and I'm telling you, that is the most remarkable thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I think this is uh, if anybody costs, uh, cosplays as Legends Look Back, which I think we have someone out there who's going to do it. You might have to grab <laughs> this right. suit here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we do for have our, a, uh, a fan who what, for the audio <laughs> listeners, Freddie is fully decked out in this insane '90s <laughs> suit. I don't know where it came from. It's he's got a gold <laughs> dress shirt and a blue bow tie. Go to YouTube and look at the video. It is <laughs> ridiculous. It's it is it is worth it's, it. It's it got is. the Taco Bell geometric shape. It does. Yes. Yep. The and, Saved uh, by the Bell vibe and the uh, middle school sock hop in the back. Right, sock hop. Is that what they say mm. nowadays? It, it does look <laughs> like he's at a middle school dance. He's got a disco ball. Sock hop. What the what the heck you were talking about? <laughs> Uh, yeah, a sock. Yeah, sock. It's yeah, the yeah that's definitely dance, what it is. Of course, you have to wear <laughs> socks. I mean, it's For a very sure. confusing name. <clears throat> yeah, I totally went to the middle school dance. I didn't stay home and play Night's Yield Republic. No, not me. <laughs> I definitely was at the dance for sure. Well, we, I am very happy. <laughs> to get to celebrate the show uh, we do have to say thank you to everybody who's helped us to get here and it has been truly a lot of people in a second we're going to run down through the sheer number of people who have helped the show get to this point we are also going to be celebrating everything that we love about legends in fact this is a- an awards show of a sort not like the other one the utinis no we didn't put nearly that much effort into it <laughs> Instead, like in Legends Look Back fashion, we are going to you know play it by the hip a little bit, like Greedo who shoots first. We are going to give awards for our favorite Star Wars books, our favorite Star Wars uh, Legends, of course. Favorite Legends book, favorite Legends comic. We got the Jedi, favorite Sith, favorite Bounty Hunter, which I tried to cut from the notes and Freddie said never. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the weirdest stories in Star Wars Legends, the most romantic stories in Star Wars Legends, the best space battle, the best lightsaber fight, and of 
so much more. So without further ado, we do have to, however, thank some of our new patrons. We've got two new patrons to shout out this week, Robert Thomas and a, a published Star Wars author who was recently on an episode of uh, the Star Wars Archives, Corey Herndon, who wrote the uh, the Planet Hoppers articles. That was an absolutely fantastic interview. Yeah, it was. A great guy, <laughs> and happy to have him as part of the family, for sure. And without further ado, Freddie, uh, take, the, take the folks back in time a little <laughs> bit to how Legends Look Back developed. Where did the show start? Before we get to the awards proper, i got to look for my trophies real quick. Um, there, There's no trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the good folks how this came to be what it is. You got one minute. Okay, one minute. Well, uh, there was. At, let's talk about the very beginning. There was Corey's call to action post Chicago celebration, and uh, Corey had the idea that this Utini thing needed a a podcast wing of of entertainment, and we did it. Uh, I was part of the production team on that on that for, on the first few shows. I can't tell how long it how long that lasted. I think it was when UT uh, Legends Look Back started. Uh, but before that, I was on an episode. It, it, I can't remember. Wes always knows what what number it is. It's like eight or nine. Uh, it was very Freddy early. Strikes Back. Yeah, something that like right. the Tweaker yeah. episode. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Freddie, is that the episode where you said Darth Plagueis was your favorite? Can he did. He said Darth Plagueis was his favorite can, and he called from his cell phone. And there was some screaming person in the background. We're like, Freddie, what is going on? And we're like, he's like, oh, that's just a Tweaker. Don't worry about it. Then he just continued this long <laughs> monologue about something Star Wars. We're just like, I think about that. Every single time I see a tweaker now, Freddy. Every single time. It's never going to leave my mind. It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. That's how Legends anyway. Look Back came about. It is. <laughs> wow. We knew you were perfect for I, that I because you weren't perfect for the living force. So. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I got the – I'm out That's on a true. run or, or mowing the yard or something, and I'm listening to that episode, and I'm thinking – I really like this Freddy. He's hilarious. Yeah. Lot in common. They're like, no, Freddie, tell us your favorite canon book. And he said, I'm not changing my answer. <laughs> <laughs> you doubled down. He did. Like, he doubled That's down. That's how we knew he was perfect for a legend centric show. Is like, and in, in his defense, Plagueis is probably one of the like closest to canon Star Wars Legends books there is. Like truly, like it's very very clear. It, it, it walks the line in a lot of ways. So, you know, Definitely. I can feel that. The more, the more time goes on, the farther we get from that That's, line. That's but true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, Corey messaged me and he said, "Hey, man, I know you wanted to get on board with the podcasting. I think we're ready to start looking into a Legends show. Love for you to take point on this and just try to figure something out. Okay, have fun." <clears throat> and I was so excited. I did nothing, but uh, <clears throat> I, I didn't even so much as message him back. I was just so stressed and excited. It was like when you're up to the plate in the bottom of the ninth, you're the pinch hitter, and you've been called up. In this, the ninth inning of the World Series, Game Seven. Wow. Yeah, sports. Right. That's that's how this felt mm-hmm. to me, Emily. And so I drove to a thrift store to buy a microphone, <laughs> and I messaged Freddie, and I said, Freddie, I know you don't know me, but I need you to talk to me about legends tomorrow. <laughs> we put together our demo show, and boy, did we have a lot to learn. Oh, I yeah. had no idea. 
how much there was involved in I don't think yeah. any of us did. We didn't even know what advice to give you guys either because we had not been doing a podcast for that long on Living Force either. And we were like still we we didn't know anything about mics. Like we had no money to buy you guys like stuff. Like when we've launched other shows down the road, like they got the full, you know, red carpet experience <laughs> with like they, they start with studio quality gear and you guys just had to wing it for like like how many right. how many episodes did you guys do? Like twenty or something? Like with before we yeah, really got like the full support of Patreon and all that, I think. So it could be it could be about twenty. I was thinking eighteen. Sounds about right. Um <clears throat> boy, we really had a lot to learn. Freddie, how many tell tell the the good folks what the original the original like pitch was for Legends Look Back. We didn't have any ideas for content other than we would read Legends yeah. books and talk oh, about them? Oh, my goodness. Uh, the early years of Legends Look Back was insanity. Uh, we we were reading a book every every episode. We had a roundtable, right? Every single <clears throat> episode was a roundtable. So we read that books weekly. Optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was optimistic. <laughs> we did it for how many episodes? Do you, a do lot. you recall? Jared? I think it was 18. I think it was around the 21. 18 books in yeah. in about yeah, exactly. 6 months. <laughs> it was by it was by weekly though, right? Or like yeah. 2 to 3 weeks but or still, something. But still like that is in addition to a full-time job to read a book for the show every 2 weeks. In addition to other stuff we want to read for fun. I was still trying to keep up with canon books. I don't know how you it did was, it. Oh, I didn't. Uh, I stopped. It was impossible. <laughs> I had to stop. <laughs> Freddie never actually read a book. He was lying the whole time, actually. <laughs> Star Wars? What are you talking about? <laughs> Freddie eventually got good at it. He would read the first chapter and then the last chapter, and then the second chapter, and then the second to last chapter. <laughs> and he would sandwich his way toward the middle of the book with whatever time he had left. Yeah, that's, that's it, how the early episodes had to end up going. And thankfully, we picked a lot of books that we had already read, so it was kind of like a yeah. refresher <clears throat> in most <clears throat> cases. <clears throat> But we definitely dipped into some that were all very new, and and it was you know you had to really get through it, and it was uh, a lot of work, and and that's the thing, right? A lot of the behind the scenes stuff, you know, at the very early stages of even the Living Force, we were just like, okay, how do we do this? <laughs> how do we do this yeah. whole thing? And I was like, okay, well, uh, you know, if we can do it here, we could do it here too, and it was totally different, right? The Legends Look Back has a it it, it breathes its own life. And it and it has its own, uh, I guess, run too, right? It, the way the Living Force ran, the way we did it, it was completely different. And uh, there was no instructions, yeah. but but we managed we managed really well because we honestly loved the content we were doing, right? Sure. Legends books, That's and it's right. like, yeah. if I have That's to read a Legends book, that and Surge <laughs> and Surge, <laughs> yes, Surge Tang. <laughs> uh, if I had to read a book every every other week. Uh, a leg, uh, you know, a legends book. I was like, you know what? What else? <laughs> what else am I gonna do? <laughs> what else? <laughs> we'll so, do it yeah. live. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever read a legends book while flying your airplane, Freddie? Uh, I have not. <laughs> That's good. Don't do that. Yeah, but I have bad. listened to audiobooks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll count it. I'll allow it. Do you listen to the X-wing books on audiobook? Oh, that would be while you dangerous. fly your airplane. You know what? <laughs> Thankfully, that has not happened yet. <laughs> it's like thanks for the, the idea. Trap just released, so uh, Man. definitely got to get you. On that. Back in the day, like, well, when you play video games, right? You're in the joystick and you're moving your body, but I'll actually uh-huh. be doing it in the plane, and that doesn't yeah. sound. Yeah, it's like I. So I've. Go sorry, ahead, I made the mistake of uh, <laughs> driving my school bus right after I played Mario Kart once, and I was so angry. <laughs> it's like get off the road! I'm gonna throw a blue Banana. shell at you. Yeah. <laughs> 
but <laughs> perfect. Yeah. I did I did do some research here. We looks like we went live with episode 19, went to live video. Uh that was tough. There was a lot, oh, you know, yeah. logistically, hard. technologically there. And uh, Meg came on as our producer for a number of episodes and a uh, huge special thank you to Meg especially. Uh, she and I had a good chat today just reminiscing about the show. And then Rick and Emily came on at episode 60. Guys, it's been 40 episodes since you yeah, joined. Isn't that insane? Wow. Wow. It's almost a full year. Yeah. And absolutely <laughs> Yeah. Nice. Absolutely happy to have you. I here. didn't. Re- I didn't realize. I guess that I, now I'm remembering it. We did. Both you guys came on at the exact same time. That's right. Mm-hmm. We just. We, we just like doubled down and nice. Good yeah. lord. You know what it's like? It's like in Power Rangers mm. when they have to overhaul the team because some of the teenagers went <laughs> on strike because they weren't being paid well enough, <laughs> and so all of a sudden Zordon is like, "It's time for these teenagers to move on with their lives. We're bringing in new teenagers." Yeah. Surely none of the kids will notice. <laughs> <laughs> the hand waved, and we were like, all right, sure, it's morphin' time, I guess. It's morphin' time. That's what it's like, guys. <laughs> That's what it's like. So we're going to play a little game here as we uh, finish up the reminiscing. And, yeah, perfect, Thank Rick. Gr- great morphin' time over there. Um, as we move on to the awards proper, um, I've got the stats written down somewhere. Got to find my paper. Um and we're going to go around the horn here, and we're going to guess a number of categories. First of all, guess how many guests have been on Legends oh, Look wow. Back. Number two, hmm. the number of books that we have read for the show, going all the way back to the beginning, Freddie, to episode zero. Episode zero. So it, Rick and Emily, yeah, look at Emily's eyes. She's like, whoa, <laughs> this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> it's making it a little bit more challenging, but undershoot a little bit so that my numbers sound impressive, please. Okay. Um, <laughs> Guess the number of times Freddy has referenced Star Wars Galaxies. The number of times Freddy has referenced Truce at Bakura. The number of times we've referenced a certain scantily clad emperor. And guess how many copies of Truce at Bakura Freddy owns. Okay, so starting with Rick, first and foremost, guess the number of guests on on Legends Look Back. um, 23. Wow. Uh, what a guess. Emily. No, I think he's right. 25. I shouldn't have reacted. <laughs> Freddie. he's right. Guess the number of guests. I feel like we have not had that many guests. <clears throat> we've slowed down some since we've had a more stable crew. 16. And you want to guess, Corey? I'll say 18. All right. Tw- by my count, and let's be honest, I could be wrong. <laughs> You are correct, Rick. Wow. 23 yeah. was my number. Nice. I've got Stacy, Andrew, Heather. <gasps> Heather's on here twice. Oh, no, it's 22. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Close enough. Just count, Jared. Just, just count. Just that count, right? Carl, Corey, Eric, Charlie, Charles, Emma, Cheryl, okay. Nathan, Tim, Jake, Mark Thompson, John Jackson Miller, Tyler, Caleb, Wes, Trevor, Jose, Jacob, and Patrick. Wow. For <clears throat> Oh, yeah. I'm missing one. It's back up to 23. <laughs> Jake. Nope, I said Jake. Didn't uh, yes, you did. Yeah, Corey. back down to 22. Corey. You said Corey. Okay. No, you 22. said 22. Okay. In, <laughs> set in stone. 22 guests. And thank you to each and every one. Thank what you. about but, my but, alternate uh, personality, Sean Cottery? <laughs> <laughs> but real talk, Freddie, which one of those was the best? No, don't do that. Okay, moving on. Um, Corey. Let's it's see me. here. I'm the best. <laughs> what is the number Make the of maker. books? Make the maker. Sorry. I'll give you a hint that this number is higher than the last Ooh. one. 
And everybody in the chat, hey, by the way, please uh, go ahead and play along, and we'll give you time to get your guesses in before we before we lock it in. Guess the number of roundtables that we <clears throat> no the number of books, not the number of roundtables, okay. the number of books and or comic volumes, oh. so not individual issues. But like story arcs, are you with me? Um, what? <laughs> guess the number of books okay, okay, okay. we have read for Legends <laughs> Look Back. Uh, same order, Rick. You are up first. Um, okay, going all the way back to episode zero. All right, so let's go. Uh, sixty-three. Sixty-three. Good guess, or maybe not, <clears throat> Emily. I think. 45. 45? <laughs> Freddie? <laughs> what was that? Let's see. Let's see. It's, an, it's not a reaction. That's what it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. I, not a reaction. I feel like for some reason the, I'm a great the number is like keeper. in the 30s. I don't know why. Because I've read a lot of these. I've read all of these books. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in his life, he's read all of them. <laughs> More recently, I've read all of them. Uh, and then we're doing this race to the finish, so we're, we're definitely piling through some of these. So it's getting there you serious. Go. There you go. What's your number, Freddie? 38. I was, was going to guess 38. I'll go one lower because that's how the rules work. 37. Here's the number. Drum roll, please. Get your votes in, in the chat right now. Here's the crazy thing. We had already covered two books on episode zero. <laughs> what? Before, before we even got to one, we had already done two books. It, I, this show... All right, Star Wars doesn't make sense with its numbering system. The first movie is episode four. Try explaining that to a four-year-old. I did today. <laughs> it was unsuccessful. Um, yeah, we did, we did Death Troopers and Red Harvest. Mm. Wow, we, that is... We a talked about both of them. Wild combination. Yeah. What's what's the right. number? How yeah. many you, yeah, how many of you guys number? had? <laughs> what's the number? Forty three. Forty three. Forty three is the number. Forty three. Nice. Wow. That's right. Here we go. It's a lot of Death books. Troopers, Red Harvest, Clone Wars, Wild Space, Kenobi, which we did twice, but we're not counting it twice. Courtship of Princess Leia, Dark Empire, Tales of the Jedi, Revan, Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, The Last Command, all three books of the Jedi Academy trilogy. Four books of the Republic Commando, five of them, five of those books in that series, uh, Rogue Squadron, Wedge's Gamble, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, oh my gosh, Darth Plagueis, Shadows of the Empire, the Han Solo trilogy, the, oh no, my count is off again, I've done it, all oh, right, both <laughs> Han Solo trilogies, we did one of those books, so that gets us up to 44, we did one of the daily books, we've done, I just wrote Whales, what book is that? <laughs> uh, Star Trek Six, Wailadon. Dude, there's like yep. Jedi Prince. Jedi Prince. Jedi Prince. What a bull. The glove of Darth Vader. Whales. With the space whale. <laughs> yeah. Um, another one of my notes, Freddie, and I kid you not, instead of a title, there's just the dinosaur emoji. <laughs> what book is that? What? <laughs> He's pulling it off the shelf, everybody. <laughs> oh my the gosh. Truce at Bakura. Truce of Bakura, right here. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that one really is held together by Elmer's oh, yes. wishful thinking for sure. Okay, uh, we've got Night Sealed Republic, all three books in the Darth Bane trilogy. Uh, I've got a ghost emoji, the Darth Vader in the Ghost Prison, uh, Dark Empire Two, um, CE. Why did I abbreviate it that way? Okay, uh, that one is Crimson, Crimson Empire, Empire <laughs> Empire's End, Outbound Flight. Uh, 
Blood Ties, Shadows of the Empire. I already said that one, didn't I? Hmm. Uh-oh. Numbers <laughs> off. We're calling it 43. We also talked about the uh, the Valence story arc from the Marvel comics, Shatterpoint, and Heart of the Jedi. That, those are my 43. Are you counting uh, like, the, like the Insider collections? <gasps> All right, our number is up to. We're around forty-five. Ish. Okay, around Ish. forty-five. That's right. Put an as- asterisk. Ish. That is correct. 45? That is correct. I think you did. She did. No, she guessed forty-three. I'm also we bumped it down one. Finish, what? Like no, that's next episode. We're getting to that one next episode. But congratulations! Oh I, man, I've got a lot to say about that. Moving on. Um, what's the next category here? Next category is the number of times Freddy has referenced Star Wars galaxies. At least, there's no way you counted that once per episode. I did not. Okay, no, I was I gonna not. say, holy smokes, like, that was an entire episode. So, like, we'll, we'll start with the hundred and go from there. Yeah, <laughs> we'll start the bidding at one hundred we'll references. Exactly. In every episode, it might be. Oh, it might be. Uh, the number of times Corey has almost pulled the plug on the show. Oh, that's probably up there in the hundreds too, right? <laughs> almost said never, but that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Uh, if Rick it says moist one more time, <laughs> we're pulling it. Dozens of episodes, literally dozens. Okay, let's get to the awards proper. Um, this is this is going to be an award show where none of the hosts punch each other. Okay. Because none slap. of us are in the same room. Yeah, slap. No, there's no slaps in this episode Keep of Legends your Look Back. Mama's name. Wait, I messed that up already. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that, okay, oh! there we go. So, the first presenting. I need an envelope here. The first of our awards tonight. This here, I do have an envelope. All right, is this photo of all of us at Star Wars Celebration? Oh, Not no. all of us. The first. The first of the oh. awards, sorry, Rick, is the favorite Legends book. This probably should have been the last category, but too bad. It's first in the notes. Here we go. Uh, our favorite Legends books. Rick, can you cue up the images? My pick for the evening is the one I'm right in the middle of right now. Recency bias? Maybe. I don't know. Darth Maul Shadowhunter. Not this one. <laughs> no, get that out of my face. Whoopsie. There it is. Darth Maul Shadowhunter. I'm in the middle of the audiobook. Um, it is read by Sam Witwer. There are some sentences. We're going to have to pull clips for this when we do a roundtable. We're going to do it uh, pretty soon, in a couple of months. I believe it's our September roundtable. Darth Maul Shadowhunter. Sam Witwer, sometimes in the same sentence, will go back and forth between his Maul voice and his Palpatine voice. Like if Maul is thinking about what Palpatine will do to him, he'll creep into that other voice. It is possibly the greatest Star Wars audiobook ever made. Wow. Possibly. That doesn't surprise me. I've heard nothing but good things. And isn't it amazing how Sam Witwer has completely changed the way Maul looks and sounds in your mind's eye? Like even even with Legends, like going back and like... That's right. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, he's retconning this 20-year-old book, he is. which is awesome. <laughs> yeah, he it's is. It's really cool. He is. I'm, I'm like thinking of all these Clone Wars and Rebels moments with the character now. Mm-hmm. As a book, it really is uh, a wild ride, spectacular. Um, and so I can't wait for us to cover it on the show. I won't say anything else about it. Let's see. Corey, you're up next. Your favorite Legends book. Yes. Uh, we were talking about this recently on um, Living Force, actually, is uh, I'm 
fairly well read uh, in Legends, actually. And, uh, you know, I've always kind of, I don't really consider myself to be, you know, worthy of the Legends glory praise that, you know, folks like Jared and Freddie and Rick and Emily and like Trevor on our team have. But I have read most of them, probably about yeah, 95% of Legends books. I mean, that's why I started Utini in the first place. So, you know, um, I, I give that I give that preface because it feels like it's almost cliche to say that Darth Plagueis is your favorite Legends <laughs> book <laughs> because um, I think it's probably one of the most universally loved Legends books that are out there. But I didn't realize how good this was until I reread it recently. And uh, when I was working on my camper last year, um, I listened to the audiobook for Darth Plagueis, uh, narrated by Jonathan Davis. And it's a fascinating audiobook because um, the production of this is a little older, right? And some of the pronunciations hadn't quite been figured out yet. Like there was a couple really funny ones in there that I can't quite remember that were not <laughs> yeah, yeah he doesn't yeah oh yeah it's sifodias that's what he says yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> it wasn't I, I don't I mean it wasn't quite <laughs> like that's I don't face. know. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but I could not believe, I mean, if anybody has, any of the listeners listened to Living Force, you might have remembered me raving about this. I could not believe how hard Darth Plagueis hit after all that time. The book is phenomenal. I mean, it's a masterpiece experience. Like, the audiobook, too, is just so good. Like, I don't think it is a cliche anymore to say that Darth Plagueis is your favorite Legends book. Like, it's it's just that good. It really is. I mean, it's got to be, it's probably in my top five of all time. Like, books, not just, yeah, like, it's like, my favorite yeah. Legends. Book. Like, yeah. <laughs> Get out, <laughs> Freddy. Right. Oh, man. There's, there's a part of me that <clears throat> I used to listen to this every single year. I would just re-listen to it. Right around November, as soon as it got a little cold, I was like, <clears throat> it really feels like Plagueis weather up in here. <laughs> and I've just listened to it. It's It really is. There's part of me that wants to be trendy and hipster, and it's like, oh, I yeah. love Legends, which <clears throat> nobody's ever heard of. But For sure. this one really is, it really does take the cake as one of the masterpieces. Who's up next? Freddy. Yeah, well. Uh, pointed wrong direction. Freddy. <laughs> Uh, Luke Skywalker, uh, Skywalker, Skywalker, <laughs> and Roll the Shadows of Mindor. Kidding, that is not. It's the off, off-brand version. <laughs> the, uh, There's a flying Luke volcano Skywalker. in Shadows of Mindor. There's a flying freaking volcano. It's like Avatar or something. <laughs> there you go. Okay, uh, try it again. Yeah, so, Take away Freddy. Yeah, it's not, it's not Luke Skywalker and the Shadows at uh, the Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Dot com. It is. <laughs> what? <dot> com. <laughs> It is actually this book here, which which happens to be my meme, uh, I guess. I talk about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it was my introduction to... Here, it's hold it up intro- for the thumbnail. <laughs> hold on, get the light out of there. There you go. Oh, yeah. Gee, what, what book is that, Freddie? I cannot imagine what book this could possibly be. This book here, if you're on the audio, you, you're not seeing what I'm showing here, but it's a truce at Bakura. And uh, I should I should do the audiobook for this. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's got to be coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, listen, teeny audio drama, <laughs> Legends Look Back exclusive, Patreon exclusive. Audio there you drama, go. The truth of Bakura. We got to start with a short story. You got to read the whole thing. It'll take you like fourteen <laughs> hours, but read the whole <laughs> thing. All right, it's yeah, for the content, Freddie. <laughs> I mean, look what I'm wearing. I'm I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's this is you know a lot of a lot of legends books. Uh, you'll you'll talk to a lot of people. What is your favorite Star Wars book? And and it really tends to be e- even. 
I guess not really the best book, but just the book that introduced them to Star Wars, right? So yeah, uh, we had we had several people on the show who, you know, Courtship of Princess Leia was was their their favorite book, and and that it, it's a legitimately good book. Uh, not as good as Teresa Bakura, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's how I rate this book. It's the first thing that it, I'll, I'll never forget. I looked at it and I was like, "There's a Star Wars book." I like Star Wars. I don't know. I didn't know they made books. This is actually the first book that I ever. That's how so many of uh, us get started, acquired. right? <laughs> yeah, it even has the well. classroom number on here still. Wow! You stole that from the children. I acquired this but book. But the children love the books. <laughs> I was a children at the time. It's an uh, it's an it's an uh, elf reference for anyone out there. You're, <laughs> you're the reason kids are illiterate these days, Freddie. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and and I'll never forget picking this book up, reading it, and thinking, "Holy cow, dinosaurs!" There are dinosaurs <laughs> in Star Wars. There, and it was, you know, it was ironically that's what people read it today. Say also, Freddie. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed. Oh man, yeah. I, I enjoyed the read definitely. Now that I've gotten into, we'll call, affectionately call <laughs> the books that I have left the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> um, now that I've gotten there, Trusa Bakura really is standing out as an absolutely decent Legends book. So. Um, <laughs> I say that with love. I say it with love. I'm actually quite enjoying <laughs> the third book of the Lando Calrissian trilogy. Oh yeah. my god! Much, much to my surprise, Good Lord, it's <laughs> man. You are it's really else. digging down there at the bottom of the barrel, too, Jared. Oh man, that's right. Woo, okay, yeah, it's fun down here. Well, <laughs> you know, fun. listen. Okay. Uh, they they tend to uh, they keep bringing very interesting additions to these legends essential collections. Like when they when they when they finally put like. You know the Lando Calrissian trilogy, or like Trusa Bakura, <laughs> when they slap that Legends Essential Collection on there, I'm just gonna be like, all right, now they're just making crap up at this point because, like, <laughs> I could genuinely see them. <laughs> yeah, I, I genuinely think they're eventually just gonna reprint all of them, but that's neither here nor there. And uh, funny yeah. enough, even having read almost every single Legends book, I've never read the Lando trilogy, the Han trilogy, the uh, the, the Han Solo Adventures trilogy. I have read mm-hmm. the cast, the AC Christmas trilogy, and the Trusa Bakura. Never read those. It's the only ones, which is why it was so funny. When I think you brought this up when I interviewed you, Freddie, of what your favorite Star Wars oh, totally. book was, I'm pretty sure that you said something about Truth of Bakura. I'm just like, oh yeah, that one's really good. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell he's talking about. Like, this is this is one of those really obscure <laughs> Star Wars books that they don't sell anymore. So there's no way for me to find it right at Barnes and Noble, which is how I read all my oh, books yeah, when I was yeah. a kid. So yeah, I've always I've always found it. Like, uh, it warms my heart that you've been so loyal to this book after all this time. It's, uh, it's cool. It's cool how, how books even, you know, we, we joke about them being quote unquote bad, but they're not really bad though. It's, they're not though. It's still Star Wars and it's still a lot of fun. And the nostalgia that it brings you, like nobody can ever take that away. So, you know, I think it makes it, makes books like, I Jedi and Trusa Bakura and the Han Solo and Lando Calrissian adventures fun is even though they're kind of bad, <laughs> it's still make they're still fun to love and talk about why you love them. That's right, Ex- exactly. Yeah. And I I could not tell you 
how much I disliked the first two books in this trilogy. And then to get to the third one and like it was a huge surprise. Yeah. And it's a fun <clears throat> feeling because you never know. You just never know I what know. you're going to get. So, uh, Emily, you are up next with a book that has, however, been reprinted in the Essential Legends collection. And that is... Kenobi. I really did not like this book the first go-round. I read it early on in my Star Wars journey, and I actually advocated it for it to be removed from our essential six. I think there's like the fabulous <gasps> five, and we added a sixth one. I was like, why is Kenobi even in here? It's not that great. But when we did the round table a couple months <clears throat> ago, it completely changed my mind. So <clears throat> do not just write off a book by on the first read. Like... Give it a good shot, discuss it with some friends, and it can really change your mind because now it is my favorite book. Excellent. Yeah, it really is fantastic. That my most recent reread was delightful, as always. I love how it is just it is such a go to. I love how rereads will do that for you too. Like I mean, we've like uh that famously happened with Queen's Peril, Queen's Peril with us. I, I dare even say that name on this show because it has caused us so many problems over the years. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you change the medium, you discuss it with folks. I mean, I always leave our roundtable discussions with a better appreciation for the book than mm-hmm. I maybe originally had. So that's a lot of fun to and hear. I think too, because I just I, <clears throat> I recently moved from the desert, and having lived in the desert for even just a brief time, like a year, it brought just a new life to that book so i think the more you travel the more you see things differently too but i'm i'm pretty homesick right now i just got settled in georgia <laughs> and i'm really missing my desert man uh, so <laughs> ask in the chat for you're desert. missing your desert what a thing to say what a star wars thing to say tatooine has a special place in my heart now hmm. well what a thing to say! <laughs> I have, I'm just like, what a, I'm really missing my desert. In the words of Obi Wan Kenobi himself, "What a desolate place this is." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great pick. Great pick. We've got uh, got Shadow Hunter, Darth Plagueis, Truce Bakura, Kenobi, Rick. Round out the list yeah. for our best book category. I think I'm notoriously bad at having favorites. Um, so this is kind of an answer, but the Revenge of the Sith novelization, I'll say, is my favorite. Mm. If we're gonna, if we're gonna allow it, it's <clears> you know, yeah, so, I think you should just for tonight. Yeah, I'll allow Thank it, you. even you. though it's not strictly. Legends. Yeah, you know, we have uh, it's legends enough. We've had a lot count. of debate, like in the team, of how we <laughs> call these film novelizations books. We called them loosely canon for a long time until we eventually just took away the, the terminology altogether and have said that it's officially a Legends book. But it'll be interesting. I wonder if they will ever reprint this one as an Essential Legends collection. Yeah, that would be interesting. I believe a representative from Del Rey has said on Twitter, no, they won't. They won't do because, that? But, of course, they could change that. Yeah. Because it is – they want it to be this nebulous thing. Like, it's an interpretation yeah. of the the film. But it does have a lot of Legends references. It does. Really does it so. does have a lot of Legends references. <laughs> you know, one I, of the things I certainly that think I, it's more Legends than it is canon, in my opinion. I yeah. think it is, personally. One but. of the things that I like to call it, <laughs> and I, I've, I've been telling – you know, a lot of people who don't know the difference between Legends and, and canon, they're just like, none of those mean anything to me. I just sure. started calling it the George right. universe or the George era and then the Disney era, and they've started yeah. to get it mm-hmm. like that. They're like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he was involved in, in the writing That's of the book. That's the only one, you know, too, sat if, down with if, the author if, and... if, if that information mm-hmm. is correct. He personally edited. Like they, they said that they gave him the you know word doc, and he like took stuff out and added 
words and stuff to it, That's which is so cool. insane to me. That I want a movie that is <clears throat> the making of the best Star Wars book ever written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so, too. And then the making of the worst Star Wars book ever written, and uh, that one will never be released. <laughs> Instead, we'll have to do a roundtable about the making of the worst Star Wars book ever written for Legends Look Back. Here's the problem. Okay, we've gone through our first category. We have too many categories. We're running out of time. Here's what we're going to have to do. For the next category, we're going to skip down to favorite Jedi. Everybody gets one sentence. For your favorite Jedi, okay, one sentence. If you go to two, Rick's gonna cut you off. Run on sentence, and we're gonna play. <clears throat> we're gonna play you off with "Across the Stars," na, 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 <laughs> like they do at the Oscars. Okay, favorite Jedi. You want to guess what my favorite is? I can't really quite decide. I've got two. I'll give you <clears throat> a hint. One has goat hooves, <laughs> and the other is Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear what is with goat a BB-8 hooves? body. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, Corey, you you've read the Darth Bane choose? trilogy. Neither yes. Corey's read the Darth Bane. Why not both? <laughs> yeah. Combine them. Yes. Yeah, Emily. Who are we talking about? Who are these oh, Jedi? Brand. Farfalla, and I don't even know how you say that. And, and Patajoyos Pata brand. brand. I still yes. need to encounter yeah. this guy because I just. <laughs> My daughter's obsessed with the movie Lightyear. We've been watching it, and I just really <laughs> need to learn more like about him. this Jedi. Like, oh, oh, right. You need to go BB-8 straight from Lightyear Buzz. to Dark Empire 2. We watched Lightyear literally last night, and uh, yeah, this tracks. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> it looks just like him. I, unironically, these are, these are legitimately my two favorite Legends Jedi. Yeah. No cap. All right, I mean, they legitimately are. In Patajoyos. He he's self sacrificial. Yes. He's steampunk. Um, he helps Luke usher in his new era of Jedi, and he gives him the or uh, maybe it's Han. Uh, I don't. I'm not going to read Dark Empire too anytime if soon. You will. <laughs> he right. evacuates he, his he, bowels in his own like compartment. Like I mean, what's not to love? Yeah. He's a ship. <laughs> <laughs> well. He does have a lightsaber built into his arm, which is rad, and he retrofits the Millennium Falcon steampunk. Mm. I mean, that's cool. That is cool. And he's a king. Oh, oh yeah, he's, he's also a king. Did you, did you also get the fact that he's a king? Okay, who's up next? Corey, your favorite Jedi. I'll go. Uh, listen, you guys have heard a thousand times. All right, guys, uh, that's it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't complete the sentence, okay? Uh, my first ever book was the uh, ninth book in a nine-book series, uh, the Legacy of the Jedi series, and I love all of those characters that are heavily depicted. You know, the Solo Children, uh, uh, Ben Skywalker. I loved all those all those folks. I love Jaina Solo's character arc. She gets trained by Boba Fett in that series and then kicks her brother's so cool. tail, and it's... Fantastic. I love her. The Sword of the Jedi, you know, there was eventually, there was supposed to be a book written, right? It was going to be called The Sword of the Jedi, and uh, it never saw the light of day. And a lot of folks have been requesting that. I think if there's ever a Legends book that could be brought to life again, I could see that being it, maybe. Like, I don't know. Don't talk, don't say those things to me, Corey. I know, I know. Don't tease me like that. <laughs> uh, I've got the I've got the shakes. I'm so eager for it. Yeah. I recently found sort of the Jedi fan fiction where some crazy legends fan out there. If you're listening, I'm I telling you, you. Yeah, yeah, uh, I've seen that. But it's a crazy move. It's it's to, pretty good like, too. It's not it's not that bad. The one I read wasn't that bad. So I don't know about you read what? I, not oh a whole gosh. thing, but it was years ago, <laughs> okay. like back when I was really into that. Breaking news. Yeah, yeah, a long time ago, man. Corey read legends fan fiction. That's the next episode. <laughs> I'm legends telling you, I'm pretty well read in the legends world. So you know. <laughs> yes, awesome. I love it. Great pick, <clears throat> Freddie. You're up next. Okay, so I had a I had a hard time here because I wanted to pick. 
Quinlan Voss because I love Quinlan Voss. I think mm-hmm. he's like one of my favorite characters. But I started thinking, I was like, okay, I really don't like Jedi. <laughs> I, you know, a lot of Jedi for some reason. Uh, but there was one that stood out to me, and and it's funny because he's a Jedi exile. And for those of you who know, that's Zane Carrick. Uh, big fan of Zane. He he's at the right place at the wrong time, but at the right time all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. What a great quote. That's awesome. <laughs> and that's my sentence. But uh, yeah, Zane. Zane <laughs> he's at the right place at the wrong time at the right time all the time. Uh, I want wow. uh, John Jackson Miller to write that on a book sometime. Like a Star Wars <laughs> that needs to go on Seuss. the back. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> well. Everything Freddie says when he's dressed like that sounds like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's not, it should be. What a great pig. Zane Carrick, hope that makes Skuma Joe happy there in the chat. Oh, yep, he's in all caps. Great. Love it. <laughs> it's uh, his favorite series for sure. He's officially requested a Volume 2 roundtable on Night's the Old Republic. Uh, Rick, Emily, you think you're up for 55 <laughs> issues of a comic series? Uh, yeah. JJ was <laughs> one of the best. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. When, what a spirit! A time when, I don't know. <laughs> yes, I mean when you're back in the desert. That's there we go. Okay, and Rick, your favorite Jedi? Um, Obi Wan Kenobi. That's that's like that's not the most the uh, legendsy right, answer. Moving ever. on. <laughs> I don't get to answer mine. Oh, okay. We can come to you. Yeah, absolutely. First, Rick, explain why Obi Wan one sentence. No, no, no. You, you missed your chance. Don't give me anything now. Oh my God, well. I'm here. I love Obi Wan. Everybody loves. I, well, like I said, I I love Revenge of the Sith, and I love Kenobi. These are my favorite books, and so a lot of Kenobi in them. Uh, plus, I haven't read a lot of. Um, 90s, early 2000s legends. That's way after the original trilogy to explore. Where there's actually a lot of Jedi, so most of what I read didn't have a lot of Jedi around. Mm. And okay, good answer. Uh, I don't like Farfalla. I think he's overrated. So um, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Well, he's a better dresser than you. That's oh, it. no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> he would have owned a suit jacket, <laughs> custom made for his hoods. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like the word hooves. <laughs> hooves. Did you it's know like throw story that the Jedi hooves. from the Bane trilogy, the flamboyant one who takes over for Hoth, he's the main character, yeah, yeah, the main yeah, Jedi yeah. in the second book, has goat hooves? No, I. He's half both. And- I genuinely did not know that. Like genuinely, I and I really, I re-listened to the audiobook uh, for the Darth Bane series like right before I listened to Plagueis like last year. So like, I cannot believe I didn't remember that. They must have glossed right so, over that in, in the book. If it if it specifies him running. Right, you know how they like, yeah. you know, he he. Do, do they say he galloped along or his, he clopped, yeah. clopped along? It's like this is so. His right. hooves this clipped is, along the ground as he rushed into battle. Yeah. Oh, peak legends right there, baby. There we in, go. In all honesty, it's not in the books. It's only in the comic uh, that then is adapted into the book. So that's legends for you. Okay, Emily, you're dying to go here. Your favorite Jedi is not Valentine Farfalla. It is who? Revan, the good. The bad, the Jedi, the, the legend. Interesting. Yes. The legend. Yeah. The, the mean, Jedi Revan side of Revan off. is fascinating. I think people are far more obsessed with the Sith side, but I'm more interested in the Jedi side as well. His whole role in the Mandalorian Wars, all that is super fascinating. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I love that. So unique. It's a 
Yeah, seriously is. I, I'm like wanting to stand up and grab my Ribbon Funko Pops, but I don't want y'all to see that I'm in shorts ah. with my suit. He's, na- so, he's well, naked from the waist I down, just like Palpatine. I don't want to show off the thigh on camera. Maybe it's half Boston on the bottom half like Farfalla. Okay. Yeah, I'm like Freddy. He came prepared. Yeah, my pants are matching. In case the camera fell again like it always does. That's right. Freddy's, no joke, Freddy's pants are matching. I'll stand up a little bit. Legitimately. Look at this. Legitimately. so impressed. Look at this. Oh, I man. need more. Oh, oh God. More. <laughs> oh, and Freddy, Jared disappeared. Where did Jared go? Yeah, we lost him. <clears throat> I've got to show Emily since it's her favorite character. Mm. All right. I've got the Jedi Revan Funko Pop. Ooh. He's in the light side There is side not room. a cooler Ooh. mask in Star Wars either. You cannot tell me yeah, I'm wrong. Like the it, mask the of Revan. It oh, it's so badass. And then I've got the dark side one. Oh, man. Those are sick. And now they How kiss. Just that? kidding. <laughs> you all know I love some Sith. Yes, yeah. and the Sith the fact that he also has a purple lightsaber is like the coolest thing ever. A purple and a red. Name a more iconic duo. Dual wielding. <laughs> That's cool. right. Oh yeah, for sure. Hey, hey Freddie, remember at Celebration when we ran into Malik hanging out with Bastila? Oh yeah, and then the lumpy. Uh, <laughs> because he... not the lumpy. Not lumpy. I saw lumpy there too. Actually, I saw lumpy. But the, uh, the sad Revan is what I was going for. I don't know why I said Lumpy. Yeah, sad the people in front of them is a Revan, and it is, it's a very wimpy Revan costume, bless his heart. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. he, the boy had just kind of had a long day. He was hanging out with his dad, took his <clears> mask <throat> off, and he looked dehydrated, waiting in the long line. And two people behind them is Buff Malik hanging out. Uh, that's no, Nihilus. That's, that's yeah, Nihilus. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> He's hanging out with Buff Malik, hanging out with Bastila. And I turned to Freddie and said, hey, you know why Revan's sad? Because Bastila stole your girl. Because <laughs> Jared loved Malik. it. Ah, ruin the joke. That Malik. is Malik. so many layers deep. Like to understand. Malik. Like I had this meta moment last week on the Living Force. Where I was like, guys, we know so much about Star Wars. It's like <laughs> almost problematic. Like truly. <laughs> Yeah, if uh, I explained to my coworkers that joke, they would not no, have a clue. no. I mean, it would take you ten minutes to explain. Like at least, like yeah, yeah. The 2003 Game of the Year. Uh, okay, this is a lot. <laughs> Let's talk about, speaking of us knowing too much, we're going to dive deep. Last Legends category here before we do one more show specific. The <clears throat> weirdest story in Star Wars Legends. That's right. You can only get this kind of content on the 100th episode of Legends Look Back. <clears throat> My pick, this one's just for you, Freddie. We did our Boba Fett character episode, and you surprised <laughs> me with a story. Yes. I'm not even sure what this one was. Was it The Fat Lady Sings? It's one of those that was drawn by Cam Kennedy, yeah. who drew Dark Empire. All right, it, Emily, Rick, Freddie, it's going to sound like I'm making this up. I, if, if this is, is this is the one that I remember with the magician or whatever. It's There's a magician yes. yeah. and a hut. <clears throat> and that's all I remember, but it was weird. So basically, the magician had a, an actual power to transport people, but we had to watch him juggling and stuff we had to actually see this in a, in comic panels like multiple like uh magic tricks and and it's almost like what is this doing here in this boba fett story <laughs> it is if you guys go back and watch the episode of legends look yeah. back where freddie and i were talking about boba fett the segment of the show where freddie is explaining this story to me my eyes glaze over yeah and then i at the end of it i said what <laughs> and then he retold the entire what? story to me live what? on air yeah. And at the end, I was like, that still <laughs> makes less sense to me than it did the first Boba time. Boba Fett captured a magician. That's my pick. The time Boba Fett captured a magician and sold him to a hut. 
Who is up next? Corey, you're, you're the weirdest Star Wars legend story. This is also almost a cliche, but I, I have to go with Luke. <laughs> How else do you say it? Luke? I don't know. Luke, Luke with yeah. two yeah. U's. I mean, Legends, there was a, there were a, there's a few moments in Legends history in which it truly went off the rails. Truly. Like, just totally off of everything else that was being created at the time. And the whole Luke throne, his DNA was... Good Lord, what was the story? They found his hand from Cloud City and like put it in a mm-hmm. Vata acid or something him. and like they cloned him from that. And it's just the most insane, ridiculous thing I think that ever happened in Legends that was truly a, a horrible character arc that should have never <laughs> happened. It, but this is like... It, and it's in one of the widely most widely beloved Star Wars yeah, trilogies is. of all time. It is. It's truly... It's <laughs> insane that it even happened and... Uh, I really hope they never do anything with this because they have brought Mount, uh, what is it, Mount Tantis, right? They brought that into canon yeah. now too, right? So uh, please don't go there. <laughs> That's all I have on. to say. You don't want to see this in live action? Oh my uh. God. Thrawn <laughs> with his hand. Get out. I cannot believe you had that. Now, Rick, I believe we actually have an image of Luuk from the Last Command comic adaptation. <clears throat> this is Luuk Skywalker. That is evil cloned Luke Skywalker has to fight against Luke Skywalker, but he's using Luke Skywalker's first lightsaber, you know, the one that Anakin had, and then it goes to Mara Jade, and then it, it's the legacy Skywalker oh, saber. Oh, dear. Did you know <laughs> that it belonged to Luke Skywalker? Yeah. My favorite is... For more on this story, yeah. coming up next week on uh, Legends Look Back 101, we're going to talk about the, the weirdest... No, what were we talking about? The the Star Wars Legends moments you never thought you needed to know. <laughs> and we're talking about... And wish you had who it. was almost... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the character who was almost Luke Skywalker. Hmm. Zahn wanted somebody else. <gasps> who was it? We'll talk about it next week. Mm. What would you, you want to say, Freddie? Oh, no. Just uh, I love the fact that they went back and they're like, hey, uh, what should we name this clone? Uh uh just yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst. That's the worst part. I think is the they, it's just uh, I I might could accept the character arc honestly if His they literally Jake. didn't just put a separate U in Luke's name. Like this is just the goofiest thing that's ever happened. Like, I, mean, I came what's... across some uh, I came across some Reddit posts recently because I was doing some research for the show of like, gosh, what are some of the weirdest things that I've forgotten about Legends? And I was and someone said I. I basically there was a period of my life when I stopped reading all Star Wars because of the whole Luke situation. <laughs> Luke situation. I was like, <laughs> okay, I can maybe get behind on. that. All right, was, all right. <laughs> if there was a the time to maybe jump ship for a little while, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, yeah, yeah, wild, wild stuff happened in those early days. And like Whoa. you say, it is it is crazy that it was in such an iconic trilogy for sure. What what's the better alternative though? Like <clears throat> double L's, like Llama, Lala Luke. Wake. Or <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Like, do you just go with other Bible like, names like even Mark? If they... I don't know. <laughs> Mark, Mark, yeah. Mark, M A A R K. There we go. <laughs> got a Imagine good, if they clone Chewbacca. Good... Chewbacca. <laughs> We've got a great pick from Blind Fates here in the chat. Jordan says uh, his pick is issue number seventy-seven of the Marvel Run. Editing this a little bit for cleanliness. Uh, he says there are. Werewolf gremlins at a Zeltron dinner party. Oh, Need I say more? That should say, so. yeah, should say a lot. <laughs> Hon- honestly, a lot. Honestly, honestly, you could just like pop open the 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 seventies Marvel run, like close oh, yeah. your eyes, flip to a page, and point and land yeah. on something that kind of probably fits this category. Honestly, yeah. Jackson truly. existing. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. Jackson being a ladies' man. Yeah. Uh, we reread that recently. He's pretty good with the ladies. That's yeah. right. Uh, okay, who is up next? I got out of order last time. I got in trouble. Freddie. <laughs> so I, I definitely think one of the weirdest things I've read in Star Wars, and it happens to be my favorite, of course, are the Entechments. I mean, it's, it's definitely... Uh, unexpected uh when you think about it just taking people's souls and putting them into uh, robots you know droids uh definitely very odd kind of main issue in the whole story if that makes sense uh and and i I guess the next one is kind of like an honorable mention but i think the ricotta in general are just very (laughs) yeah I always thought that too, man. Especially when the with the Kotor games and stuff, like the ricotta being introduced. I remember getting that as a, as a kid and like not like understanding what the heck was going on. It's <laughs> yes. like these weird alien people, and they're still like alive and stuff. Like, what are we what, doing right heads? now? Yeah, fish the, the fish heads, like the murderous, murderous. Jedi Ooh. evil fish heads. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. what's wrong with those? Was it? Was it they, the, they're totally normal. The, was it a Korriban <laughs> that were in? Um, was it bloodline, blood ties, like the weird? Corbon's a planet. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. I know what you're talking about though. There's the weird like... face creatures that eat people oh. for sacrifice. Yeah, those guys. Mm. Yeah, who are those guys? Yeah, uh, oh, Zan- yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, Zanabar. Zanadu. Zanabar. Zanabar. All right, we got to find a picture of that Star Wars. Yeah, those is, things are uh, horrific. They were creepy. Ah, coming up yeah. out of their face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah check out the blood ties issue. The episode yeah. that one was a lot of fun. Good pull, Rick. Thank you. Good Thank pull, you. Rick. Is that no? Your, is that it's your not choice? mine. I was going to go okay. with uh, <laughs> uh, the fact that Grand Moff Tarkin had a love interest, and it was like his oh, protege, Admiral Dalla, and like mm-hmm. like reading about how she was into him just like creeps me out. So uh, oh, that's, I don't that's like that. the weirdest yeah. for me. I uh, I don't. I weirdly Rick. don't remember that either. When is that? When did that happen? Jedi Academy trilogy. Jedi Academy. The yeah. Jedi oh, Academy. It has been a hot minute since I've read that trilogy. It's probably been <laughs> twenty years or something like that. I don't know. That relationship Man. is explicitly detailed Ugh. in the novel ah, Death Star. I don't like and that. The, like it's in the where there's there's whole Death Star. Uh, the novel Death Star. Read it for ew, my uh, the race to the finish. <laughs> Jedi Academy trilogy did. Okay. Um, so this one like elaborated on it. It it's got sections in the book where Dala goes to nope, visit Tarkin nope, on nope, the Death Star, nope, nope, and they're flirting, right, and they're at the bar, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I think I need some help with some battle plans up in my room." <laughs> oh, yes. and uh, I don't like that one. Dude. <laughs> Seriously, your, dozens of chapters of that. Your dozens. dress code needs to be inspected. <laughs> <laughs> Very- very oh, much so. Man. I'm not kidding. Legitimately, <gasps> oh, maybe I don't a dozen like chapters that of that. One bit. Oh, dear. Okay, good. And Emily, your your pick for weirdest moment. I mean, the it has to be the entechments. Uh, Truce of Akura. I mean, yeah. I I can't thing. find anything weirder. As I was reading it in a in the NICU. Like hospital, so oh my god, I was like laughing out loud. I couldn't, I had to put it down. And like, at one point, my husband asked me what I was reading, and I the put it people with robots. (laughs) I don't know how to explain what's happening. I've never, I've never even, I've never heard of this. I don't remember this at all. It says this this was in appearances in Trucipicura. Children of the Jedi. Apparently, it's mentioned, and it's also mentioned in like the new, some of the new Jedi Order books. Apparently, I have no memory of this whatsoever. Yeah, they go back to Bakura. Why does everybody want to go back to Bakura? <laughs> hey, Emily, you know how you don't know who Empatajoyos brand is, and you want to, so you're going to read Dark Empire yes. too. 
there's another kind of integument-ish thing that happens in Dark Empire oh too. There's souls trapped in. Oh yeah. The, in in droid in, uh, fighters. In in like it, they're the weirdest drawn <clears throat> thing too. They're they're basically Tie Fighters, but the cockpit of the Tie Fighter looks like the Tie Fighter's helmet. It's weird. It almost looks like a person. And what the heck? they take yeah, the pilot like like they take the brain of the pilot and basically put it inside of this vehicle. What? Yeah, as Jacob what? describes it, our buddy Jacob, he says that it's like putting uh, Dark Empire's a ten, and then we're just going to amp the crazy up to twelve. <laughs> that's that's what yeah. this is. So if you thought that was weird. You're going to love Dark Empire 2. So uh, one last category before we are done tonight. We had to cut so many good ones. We will get there eventually sooner or later. Future episodes. Here's to 100 more, right? Mm-hmm. Whew. Surely. Yeah. No problem. No big deal. At the pace we're going, one a week, definitely. We'll get there for sure. Freddie bought a suit. We've got to. Okay. Here's the last category, and that is the funniest moments in Legends Look Back history. My choice, I believe Rick has a clip of. Uh, Freddie, set the stage for the good folks. Tell the people about Ralra the Wookiee. <laughs> oh, goodness from, gracious. From the Thrawn trilogy. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so in the Thrawn trilogy, there is a Wookiee who is criticized by his own because he has a speech <laughs> impediment. And that speech impediment gives him the ability, him or her or it, it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, gives the Wookiee the ability to speak basic. And we have a clip of what that sounds like. And I know there's a few people, any Legends fans out there who know what this is, we apologize in advance. But it- Read by the great Mark Thompson. This is one of his most outstanding performances in any Star oh, Wars dear. audiobook. We're, we're hyping this up so big. I really hope I have the right clip, and I don't Ready disappoint to. everybody right now. <laughs> that's not it. Dang it. <laughs> no, that's the wrong one. All right, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this is – it's like a plot device. You've got to have a Wookiee. Recently. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah they're, you've got to have – Yeah, because they can't understand him, all right? Somebody doesn't speak Wookiee. Is it Leia doesn't speak Wookiee, I think, maybe? Right. Yeah. No, she can't. Yeah, yeah, she she can't Sh- understand Shirawook. it. Shirawook. Yeah, Shrewook. Sh- I'm sorry. Sh- can't speak Wookiee. Han can because he was raised by Wookiees. Yes. All right, That's the legend. I'm ready. Here we go. Here we go. I think. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we we actually couldn't hear it on our end due to the te- the technology. Oh, but it really is a stellar performance of I, I like the moment when he says my name is <laughs> but you can call me <laughs> but, but but you can call me <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Impersonation oh. is spot on, Jared. You have to admit if there's if there's a Wookiee who has a speech impediment that can speak basic? How is it going to sound? Mark Thompson nailed it. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think that? Do you think that that like you know he's reading along, reading the book and stuff? You know, because I don't know if if yeah. he you know we we have interviewed him a couple times. I don't know if he's ever said that he like reads the whole book at least once before he like starts to perform it. I think he was like reading ahead to what he has to do at work tomorrow, and he's like <laughs> he's like looking. He's like. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That's, How am right, I gonna do this? I have to like pretend I know what I'm doing. How am I gonna do it? And then he just like, it's <laughs> like what the heck? That's a question we've got to ask. Him. Exactly. Yeah. Next time that we impromptu interview him, and I have exactly three and a half minutes to do so, I'm gonna do that impression for yes. him <laughs> for sure, definitely. Well, all right, uh, Corey, what is your pick for 
funniest moment. Uh, it has to be history. it has to be Chives for me. It has to be Chives. Yes, that yes. clip we played that on Living Force as the like uh, the ad roll for like weeks and. Like our audio isn't live during the uh, during the the ads that we play, and literally every single week we we just couldn't stop laughing. Like we had to like stop playing it on the show because it was the funniest thing that I've ever seen. It was so good the way that everybody just kind of like threw in their own little thing to that. I've never laughed so hard in my life. It was so good. It's a team effort. Chives. Sure. It's definitely a team effort. Chives. And then the, the it's the edit. You, know, you have the clip? Okay, please yeah, play it. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> what a great <laughs> the moment. Potato. The tired. potato on the screen is what does it for me, man. It's just so funny. I think uh, I think Jacob edited that on our team, I'm pretty sure. Or, it was either Jacob well or done, Emma. Jacob. I can't remember who edited I think it was Jacob. And, uh, oh, man, he killed it. Uh, yeah. Well done. I, I'm not tired of that clip at all. Yeah. I absolutely <laughs> love that. For sure. Okay, what else do we have? Uh, Freddie, you're up next. Well, okay, this is the hard one because I feel like I've listened, I've gone back to listen to a good amount of episodes, and there's a lot of good, funny moments everywhere. There's a lot of little gold pieces, gold nuggets, and it's so hard to, to really pick one. But I would say, you know, the, the, the memes that seem to have followed us around, and, and definitely we perpetuate it. We're not going to lie about it. <laughs> but we've got Naked Palps, we've got Hot Dog <laughs> Boba Fett. Uh, I remember Spready Freddy being a thing. That was weird. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. I, I tried to find that clip, Freddy. I've got October 2020. That's as far as I was able to get. I could not find the episode. Uh, and then, and then, of course, recently, which we, uh, I think we said this on the Cosmic Force <clears throat> yesterday. Uh, what was it? Pickled. Pickled Snoke. Pickled Snoke. Pickled Snoke. So we've yeah. got pickled Snoke, hot dog Boba Fett, naked palps. <clears throat> Uh, chives, Spready I mean, Freddy, Spready Freddy. Yeah, we, we, there's so many memeable moments in. in look back. Truly, We've, I think that very th- that that happens when you've been around each other for as long as you guys have. I mean, they're just like running jokes at this point. Like, even it's it's so wild to me, even being on this show, like this far into your development that I've never been on before. It's like you just have your own like little mini culture here and it's so cool like and fun and that's i think that's what makes this thing so wild and fun and why you've survived as long as you have like it's a lot of fun that's right it's a lot we've of fun. survived on a diet of naked pals that's right <laughs> and hot dog boba fett and, and hot oh, dog boba fett. breakfast of champions emily you are up next what is your pick okay so it's pretty early on uh, and Jer- Rick and I were still kind of feeling out where we were in like this whole the whole vibe, and we were doing a Threk and Surf store, and you brought out Jared. You brought out something that you were really proud of, <laughs> and it came down to Rick. He was the very last one to go, and he was like, "Actually," and he brought out like a better version of what you just bought. And that, <laughs> that was precious to me because I was like, "Okay, we can do this." Rick and I were. Yeah, that was great. I loved that moment for sure. Okay. And then we kept then I kept doing it every time. I think the takeaway is just we really love it, Jared, when you're just really humbled and like you're just making fun of you, ragging on you. You do such a good job with the show and you're on your game so much of the time. It's really fun to poke fun at you a little bit because Oh, he is human. He is human. <laughs> we got some, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew likes the Spready Freddy callback. Uh, let's make fun of Freddy for a minute. Okay. And Mia says she, the the salacious crumb costume. Nice. That was good. Oh, that, that was, was classic. Yep. Okay. And 
Rick, your All pick. Right, so I got two. I'll be quick. Um, first time my wife got in the chat, she was throwing some shade, and uh, that was funny. Oh, she, yeah. How she really I've, throws it on She's thick. spicy. I love her. Uh, and so I forget what she said exactly, but it was a funny moment for sure. And then uh, there was that one time, I forget what episode, but <laughs> after every episode, we always like hang out and talk, and I had ended the episode... Like, I'd switch to the end screen, but I never clicked stop streaming, and I switched back over to our group, like, just chat for, like, 15 oh seconds. We've done and that before. So, so we're just hanging out, and then, like, the sheer look of terror is, um, I realize what's going on, and I'm just like... <laughs> I don't know how to stop it, so oh, it was man. bad for me. It's scrubbed from the internet forever. Do not look yeah, That is anyway. correct. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's got some good... Bad. Uh, it's just our normal, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. One time, oh Craig God! And I thank had, God uh, that show's over, man. That sucked. <laughs> am I right, guys? <laughs> and I, I think you and I had a thirty-ish episode streak of zero swears on the show. Oh my gosh! And for, even from guests, even Heather had been on, and what? we had not had a swear. Yeah. I can't believe and, that. Uh, we were we were pre- we've since broken it, but nothing nothing egregious, very small. Um, and and uh, one time I accidentally swore. I'm a minister. I accidentally <laughs> swore. Um, but I was quoting somebody. It wasn't my swear. Oh, okay. It was okay because I was quoting. And uh, Meg had gone live, and I didn't know my 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 mic was on. And I said it, and she goes, uh, "Jared, by the way, you're live." That's <laughs> a good oh, move. Okay. That was Jared. It's a lot of fun. You gotta. Yeah. <laughs> that was somebody else. Just so I broke the streak. That's right. Just yeah. a reminder. So we've got uh, just a reminder a that, uh, that the the producers have all the power so uh there you go <laughs> very true that's a, exactly a reminder there and uh a request from jordan in the chat says the depth of balaba stare is a pick oh the funniest dear moment. that was yeah, the, mm. the deadpan <laughs> yeah. the deadpan stare in the back of shatterpoint just right into the camera it's the scariest thing right over mace windu's shoulder the deadpan stare <laughs> it's okay so that's that's the moment you're welcome oh I gosh i criff on the show <laughs> oh freddie's right in the camera that was i legit that was a genuine shriek there okay and guys this has been a lot of fun thank you Corey, for joining it's been a blast yeah thanks for uh thanks for having me congrats again on 100 episodes this is a momentous occasion when any show Makes it to 100. So seriously, congratulations. It's been a blast to watch the show develop over time. I know it only has good, positive, amazing things in its future. As long as memes like Naked Palpatine, Hot Dog Boba Fett, and Chives survive. <laughs> as long as they do, you guys will be golden. Thank you. I hope that our uh, our Utini little trophies, the golden ones, are in the mail. Yeah, <laughs> one day. Not broken. They are, I'm sure. I hope they don't get lost. God forbid. All right. Honestly, I, I brought home my weight and stickers and pins from uh, That's true. I still so. have a whole bunch of them in my closet, too, so dig those out. <clears throat> well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, real quick, just tell a little bit about what is coming up on future episodes. Next episode of Legends Look Back next Thursday that said Legends 101, everything you never thought you ever needed to know about Legends. What did you say, uh, Corey? And wish you hadn't? Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, backtracking a little bit last night on the Cosmic Force Freddie tell the good folks what we did last night yeah last night we talked about Dark Empire one of uh, actually it's on Jared's body that's how much he likes it so definitely one of our, our <laughs> favorites right. and uh, check it out it's it's a fantastic episode it's it's uh, we, we recorded that on the eve of our 100 episodes so that energy was was there for sure yeah there you go it was palpable and 
uh, clothed. Okay, and <laughs> Corey, coming up next week, what are you guys in the middle of right now yeah. on The Living Force? Absolutely, we're in the middle of our uh, two-part roundtable on Shadow of the Sith. If you are a canon reader, this is probably the most, I don't know, not want-to-miss book, I guess, that ties into the sequel trilogy. Uh, we're having a lot of fun kind of talking about it. The sheer volume of stuff that it accomplished is utterly nuts. I mean, pretty much every single problem with The Rise of Skywalker is kind of addressed in this book. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's a good read. It's a heavy read. Uh, we're right in the middle of our roundtable. Next week, we are finishing up our character study. We're going to talk about big picture questions as well as all of the Easter eggs. And I've already seen the list, and Charles outdone himself on this one. It is uh, oh, I can't wait. Quite There's a lot of Easter a eggs. a list of Easter eggs. A lot of legend stuff, too, actually. Uh, they name hot dropped. chocolates in there? Yes, they named dropped hot chocolate. We talked about that in Slack recently. Uh, Luke and Lando kind of share hot chocolate in this, which is such a throwback to Air of the Empire, <laughs> which is fantastic. And also they name dropped the Errant Venture, which I'm not sure if that's the first time this has drop, oh, been sweet. dropped. That's, uh, what's the name? Booster Terex, Star Destroyer, is candy Casino, up, is candy up or whatever casino it is. Star yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, which uh, is your Booster Terex. Let's, let's do the, let's do the... What's the uh, the Kevin Bacon? Two things removed from Kevin. What is it? The right. yeah, yeah. This it's not Corin Horn is in canon these days. It's like Booster uh, <laughs> exactly. Tarek. His daughter is Mirax, and Mirax marries Corin Horn, and now he's canon. Uh, so there you spoiler. go. Spoiler. Spoiler. That's not a spoiler. Yeah. It's like twenty thirty years old. It can't be a spoiler. Do you guys wow. do that every single that. time you name a spoiler on this show? <laughs> Yes. Rick's in the middle of reading the Christ. No the respect. Trap. The no Kratos trap. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I love it. It's been good. We just got the essential legend. Kratos trap uh, is the... considered one of the best ones, I believe, of that series. Is it not? Yes. 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 That's yeah, right. I'm, I'm, that's right. I'm on and my... uh, Corey loves it. Yep. It's in his top ten legends. <laughs> and that does it for this week. Thank you for joining us for Legends Look Back. Thank you to our incredible patrons for your support. We love making the show. All 100 episodes of it, and we are glad you are along for the ride. A special thank you to our Jedi High Council, Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Robert Thomas, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander, and also to our Alliance High Command, Elizabeth Cloutier, Sally, and Chris Eilerson. Remember, everybody, to sub to the channel. Leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice, especially if it's five stars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, of course, if you'd like your thoughts read on the show, you can email us at legendslookbackutini.com. Send a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a comment on this episode on YouTube, or you can find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back. I'm at Jared Q. Mays. Freddy. At Wake Up Freddy. Rick. At Rick underscore Grace. Emily. At Darth Daybeck. And Corey. At Corey M. Helton. Awesome. Definitely gonna follow you for all the doctor advice right that's what you're giving yeah i uh you know give lots of that out on the internet uh for free (laughs) yep there's no liability with that whatsoever (laughs) (laughs) and for legality's sake that's not true and thank you everybody of course for joining us for this uh, very special 100th episode if you'd like to check out some of the books we've talked about here live on the air and want to help support the show such as some of our favorite books like darth plagueis and shadow hunter and if you're so inclined, you can go on over to utini.com, click the Amazon Amazon link in the profile, and of course, after you've read the book, you can leave us a review and let us know what you think. But remember, no matter what you think, keep the Utini fan code and be a force for positivity in the fandom. May the force be with you. This is a Utini Broadcast. <laughs>